Hello, and welcome to Shelly Has Opinions, the hit podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their shy sister Shelly's opinions on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is... Shelly Chatfield Allison. And finally, we have... Julie Chatfield Miller. Guys, it's just us today. We don't have any other sisters here on the podcast. We do in real life, though. Happy holidays to them. (laughs) Happy holidays to one and all. Sisters. (laughs) Only sisters. Sorry. That that was only for my sisters. Everybody else, (laughs) go sit on a pin. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of sit on a pin, you guys are going to want to tell me to sit on a pin once I tell you what I have to say. Oh, no. I'm so excited. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I'm so curious. So I have been doing a lot of holiday shopping the last few days, and I have been taking my children with me because they are good and can be taken to the store at a busy time. Ooh, that's nice. That is yeah, very nice. <laughs> it is so nice. Um, one time I went to Joanne Fabrics, I think is what it's officially called. I think it's now just called Joanne. So we were there, and we were in a line that just snaked around the store. We were getting some candy melts and silicone molds to make my daughter's Christmas break dreams come true. (laughs) She's so delightful. (laughs) Isn't she, though? She also, her other Christmas break dream is to work on flooding techniques. What? For for cookie decorating. Right. (laughs) I was like, rain a lot? (laughs) yeah conjure the rains we were standing in line and i was contemplating my mortality as i want to do (laughs) and my eyes fell onto a shelf in front of me and there was a tin of bazooka gum (gasps) bazooka zooka bubblegum a classic camp song and a classic gum a classic gum and guys I have a confession to make. I haven't been very fair to you and the world at large. Okay. What? I had a dear, dear collection when I was a child, and I hadn't remembered it until I beheld this bazooka bubblegum tin. I used to collect Bazooka Joe comics. I remember that, actually, now that you mention it. <laughs> oh, man. I kept them in an Altoids tin. <laughs> I had not thought about it for a long time, and I had looked down my nose upon those who had collections (laughs) on this podcast and in real life, just always commenting rudely. (laughs) And I did not realize that I was a hypocrite. (laughs) Most hypocrites don't. (laughs) (laughs) I had a collection. It was mine. And I loved it. <laughs> and I uh, remember that each little comic that was wrapped around the piece of gum had like a number, like 71 uh-huh. of 96 or whatever. And I jealously completed that collection. I, <laughs> I gathered all of the comics. Wow. And I feel really, really bad. In that moment... All of the holiday, hustle and bustle just shattered around me (laughs) as me and this bazooka bubblegum tin locked eyes over the course of time and space. Um, So I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, Has this now unlocked, like, 
<laughs> the door holding back in your brain and like now you, all you want to do is collect things. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> what? No. no, it should have unlocked the floodgates and then just like like nostalgia just takes over and now all you want to do is collect beautiful things <laughs> like like gum comics. <laughs> no, if anything, it just reminded me that the things that I wanted to keep, I didn't really want to display. I just hid away jealously so no one could look upon them. <laughs> so you, you had more of a dragon's hoard than a collection. <laughs> yes. Oh, tiny comic strips <laughs> that smelled faintly of bubblegum. <laughs> and mints. And weirdly, uh, curiously strong mints. Yes. yes. That's how I tricked everybody. Oh, you're looking for my Bazooka Joe comics? They can't be in this minty tin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to say to the Shelley gang, to the world at large, and specifically to you, my sisters, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I guess we can forgive you somehow, some way. We'll just have to go back and, and uh, delete all of those episodes where you said you hated collections. <laughs> Perfect. So that's like every single one, I guess. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll forgive you because I know it's not the first or last time I will be judged by you. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. But uh, to be fair, I judge righteously usually. <laughs> <laughs> Except for when I'm a super hypocrite, I guess. <laughs> cool. Yeah, super cool. Anyways, you know what else is super cool? The topic that we have for this week. The Shelly Gang already knows it because they read it when they downloaded the episode. And I'm really excited because they don't know that this is our ASMR episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I made a couple guesses beforehand trying to wait while our sister Julie was trying to fix an audio issue she was dealing with. Do you want to tell those guesses to the Shelly Gang? Um, I guessed it was screaming <laughs> and yodeling. Two loud activities that we could talk about all in whispers. <laughs> that would be a really, we could do that as a special sometime. <laughs> I would love to hear an episode about screaming all done in whispers. <laughs> Here's the thing. We, we girls love irony. We're crazy about it. <laughs> That's true. Can't get enough. Uh. <laughs> Shelly, would you like to know today's topic? If it's not screaming or yodeling, I'm out of here. <laughs> I think we'll be able to pull you back in once you find out. Okay, you already have pulled me back in. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> today's topic is bongos. Whoa! <laughs> another, another great one. You, you did. You did it. You done got me. <laughs> I'm here to stay. <laughs> I also, though, would like to talk about bongos all in whispers. <laughs> it's not really an ASMR episode, but I thought bongos would be a funny juxtaposition for that. I love irony. <laughs> Crazy about it. <laughs> well, Julie is going to be giving you reasons why you should like bongos. I'm going to be giving you anti-points why you shouldn't like bongos. And we do not have a sister expert with us this evening. So, Shelly, if you just want to zen out and um and look through time and space to <laughs> to to lock eyes with the future you who's already decided, you're welcome okay. to. Is that future me 
either playing or burning a set of bongos, <laughs> depending on how I come down. I don't really have a, a good connection with the future you okay. through time and space, so I can't tell you. All right. I'll be prepared to meet that future me. <laughs> okay. Julie, will you please tell Shelly why she should like bongos? I will. And the first reason that you should like bongos is uh, one that Corbin, my dear, handsome, wonderful, fabulous husband. <laughs> and jolly. I think we can say jolly now. Too. <laughs> Officially now, we, we may call him jolly. So I was asking him what was so great about bongos. And he was like, oh, so you're pro bongo? And he was like, oh, that's fun to say, pro bongo. (laughs) (laughs) That's my first point. Shelly, say pro bongo. Pro bongo. (laughs) Does it feel good in your mouth? (laughs) It does. Holly, do you care to give it a whirl? I do. And you know what? I would like to say that I'm glad that we've returned to the old chestnut of this word sounds good, so you should be for it. (laughs) Because that is one of my favorite pro points that we go back to over and over again. Have we used it before? Because I really can't remember ever that happening. Oh, Shelly. <laughs> I know I've used it before. Maybe not for the, <laughs> okay. for the word itself, for the topic itself, but I've definitely said, hey, this sounds fun. Say it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, wait. Let me give it a try. Probongo. I love it. It reminds me of proboscis. <laughs> and who doesn't love a good proboscis? <laughs> Plastic surgeons across the world. Well, they like it. They just like a smaller one, you know? (laughs) Now I'm imagining a plastic surgeon working on a bee or something. (laughs) Yeah, like a butterfly. (laughs) (laughs) Bongos are the happiest drums. (laughs) If you hear uh, somebody playing a bongo, you're just like, oh, that's fun. That, That lifts my spirits. That makes me feel happier. At least that's how I feel. And you know what? A lot of people in the world play bongos. And I bet all those people feel the same way, you know? Where? What countries in the world are famous for bongos? Tanzania. Oh. <laughs> Wait, is this real? <laughs> okay. I looked up bongo music. And the first thing that came up was bongo flava, which is very popular in Tanzania. Oh. It's real. I didn't listen to any of it, but it sounds, well, it doesn't, I haven't heard it. Okay, guys, I was going to say it sounds great. The idea is pleasing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Can you guys think of any other, like, popular bongo music styles? I think, like, the only famous bongo player I can think of is Ricky Ricardo. (laughs) (laughs) And... I don't even know if he played bongos. Were those bongos he played? I don't even know. Sure. And he was he Cuban? Yeah. He was. Yeah. So Cuba, maybe? (laughs) Yeah. Can I tell you can I tell you how this topic was brought to the small committee? I'd love that. Ricky Ricardo brought it. (laughs) Ricky called from the dead through space and time. (laughs) Just to tell us to do bongos. <laughs> no. And much respect to Desi Arnaz, right? Shout out. Quite so. Yeah. Uh no, I was listening with my children to Jason Mraz because they're current recent fans. 
And there's a lot of bongos mm-hmm. in a Jason Mraz song. Yes. Oh, yes. Wow. Shout out to Jason Mraz. <laughs> Much respect. <laughs> I'm looking right now. Wikipedia says they're originally from Cuba. <gasps> there Desi. You, go. you know how there's like a, a state flower or like a state bird? This is huh? like the the country instrument. Oh, my gosh. What is the American country instrument? Banjo? I'd say some sort of brass instrument. Trumpet? Maybe, because hmm. I feel like a lot of, like, you know, American bandstand uh-huh. music. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of brass. Mm-hmm. Or, like, one of those crazy, like, weird instruments, like a a saw playing it with a bow. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> a jug. <laughs> or what about, like, a like a turntable? Mm. Yes. That's, I think, a very uh, American instrument, comma, or question mark. I would argue that it is an instrument. Another very famous American music is jazz, and that features uh, uh, brass, lots of other instruments, too. So, uh, Shelly Gang, write in. What is the American <laughs> instrument? We've got to know. What's our national <laughs> instrument? There might be one. <laughs> I'm going to be the expert. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> okay. I'm going to be so disappointed if there really is one and it's just like boring, like this block of wood, you hit it. On Wednesday, Corbin and I got to go tour the White House, which was very cool. And one of the trees, the Christmas trees, was themed with all the the state flowers of all the 50 states. And it was so beautiful. And I don't know why I'm so obsessed with that tree. <laughs> like, I can't stop thinking about it. I guess it's because I learned something that day. Guys, we were all wrong, and we'll feel sad when you realize what it is, the national instrument of the U.S. Can I get one more guess? Okay. Piano. Good guess. Julie, want another try? Piano, because you said Holly's was a good guess. (laughs) Uh, It's actually, okay, and I feel ashamed of myself for not having thought of this one. The banjo. Holly said banjo. Oh, did she? That was the very first thing oh, I, I said. Oh, I didn't hear I didn't hear now you say you, that. Now you've got egg on your face, Shelly. Yeah, but so good job, Holly. We've talked about a lot of instruments today. Did you guys know that banjos are really heavy? <laughs> oh, we're talking about banjos? <laughs> well, here's why I'm saying that. Banjos are really heavy. Corbin has a banjo that actually our grandfather gave to him. Um, And when I picked it up for the first time, I was like, holy cow, this thing weighs like 50 pounds. But guess what is very easy to carry around? Bongos. They're very portable. (laughs) But are they? (laughs) I mean, they might be light, but portable means like I can fit this in my bag, like my backpack. (laughs) Like my bongos may or may not fit. I don't I don't have a set of fold up. You don't have collapsible bongos. (laughs) No, I don't. I am going to touch on this exact thing when it comes to the anti-point. So if we could just table this discussion for now. But you know what? They're maybe one of the most portable drums. So if you feel like I'm the kind of person who always needs to carry around some kind of drum, bongos might be a good choice for you. If they're one of the most portable drums, riddle me this, Julie. Why are they not a bigger part of marching bands? (gasps) Famous for carrying. I'm going to touch on that also. (laughs) Guys, I'm realizing there are so many names for drums that I don't know what they are. (laughs) Snare drum. Bass drum. Timpani. um, Timpani. (laughs) Uh, I mean, yeah, you've got your drum kit. 
You can't carry that around. Your drummer is always the the first to come and the last to leave at a gig. (laughs) (laughs) And if they just brought their bet, they're not banjos. Oh, guys. (laughs) If they'd only switched to banjo, it'd be so much easier for them. (laughs) That'd be a cool band. (laughs) All of your rhythm is done by a banjo. (laughs) Yikes. Did you know... That piano is considered a percussion instrument? I did know that. Hmm. I learned that in my history of jazz class in college. I got an A. I learned that in band. (laughs) I learned that on the streets. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you call podcasting? Because you just learned it just now? (laughs) No. I feel like I have heard that before, but was it a knowledge in my mind? No. I'll admit it. One thing I like about the bongo drums is that they have a names for the big drums and the little drums. The big dr- the big drum is Shelly, I don't speak Spanish, but you have previously in your life. Uh-huh. Hembra? Embra? Should I say the H at the beginning? Uh I I say spell it for H E M B R A. Yeah, I'd say Embra. Okay. Which means like female. That would be the big drum, the big girl. Okay. She's a female, and the small one is macho, male. Okay. And I don't know why I I was so intrigued by that fact. Because the world of bongos is a matriarchy, which we didn't know previously. <laughs> yeah. And here at Girlo Studios, we're all about matriarchies. <laughs> Can I tell you what Spanish word came to my head when you said that it was a Spanish word? Sure. <laughs> yes, I'd love to know. <laughs> cabeza? <laughs> Loco. Uh-huh. In your cabeza. Because <laughs> I thought heads are kind of like drums. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the drums have, you know, the head of a drum. That's a thing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Look at you go, Shelly. <laughs> Did you guys also know you can tune drums? Yes. Yes. So by tightening them or loosening them. Yeah. Yes, timpani have to be very well tuned. You have to uh, really, in order to get like the lowest bass notes, you really have to like, like uh, non-stretch, like unstretch a drum, so it's the floppiest. (laughs) Oh god! So it just goes. (laughs) (laughs) I love that sound. <laughs> it's a nice crisp sound that you want from your drums. <laughs> you can barely hear it. You could just kind of feel it, you know? It's just I mean, it's essential to any musical sound. <laughs> yeah, it's a part of every song. You just don't always know it, but you you can always feel it in your heart. <laughs> Uh, I'm realizing I know more stuff about drums now that we're talking about it. Just facts keep flooding back into my mind out of my <laughs> out of my memory trash can. Just jumping out. And I'm realizing I know a lot less and I'm saying a lot of silly stuff. <laughs> um, okay, my last point is bongo drums are great for the drumming curious. If you feel like maybe you want to start playing drums... Go out and get yourself a little bongo and, you know, mess around with that. A famous example is Brian Rosenworkle. <laughs> oh, it's my favorite guy. Shout out. <laughs> he, 
So he's the drummer from Guster. I don't know if the Shelly gang knows this, but we here in the Miller household are Guster fans. And Brian is super crazy and weird and we love him. But he, uh, when they started this band, did not know how to play the drums. So he just had some bongos and would just kind of like play the bongos as, as best he could. And as the band kind of kept growing and getting more popular, he would like just add other percussion instruments to his kit. So his like whole percussion getup is wild. It's all kinds of crazy stuff. But he he favors the bongos, goes back to his his, his roots. Shelly, you too could be like Brian. Yeah. <laughs> I teach myself drums starting with bongos. Exactly. Exactly. I could see you doing that. <laughs> I am famous for my sense of rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> and your and sense for trying of, new stuff. Yeah, your sense of adventure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, should I do a video of myself trying the bongos? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should. I mean, in front of a bunch of strangers. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first time playing bongos, everyone. <laughs> Hi, I'm a street performer out here in Ogden, Utah. <laughs> I'm doing all the things I love right now trying new things, performing in front of a crowd, <laughs> and bongos. And bongos. All my favorites. <laughs> These are the hits, folks. These are a few of my favorite things. <laughs> Uh, anyways shelly i hope you choose bongos (laughs) a few of my favorite things are all the things i've already said um and i'm worried that i i added to julie's pro points and i'm going to have detracted from my anti points (laughs) so shelly can you and i and julie just have an open mind for the next few minutes Sure. Yeah, okay, I guess. <laughs> you need to take an oath to be an impartial sister. <laughs> like a blood oath? <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like I, I have shown my true impartial colors over these last so many episodes, 116. I'm not going to bring my anti-points until we decide the rules for this uh, this part, okay? okay? For the blood oath, do I have to put the blood on the microphone or will you just know? <laughs> I can hear that O negative. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding, Shelly Gang. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. That would be really fun for me. (laughs) Blood on the microphone. That's my favorite thing. Blood. (laughs) (laughs) Another one of your favorite things. (laughs) There are a few of my favorite things. Shelly Gang, what you don't know is that Shelly went to go donate blood and then passed out. And then they gave her a letter that said, please don't come back. We would really appreciate it. The the, the, uh, American, what is that? The blood? People blood bath. <laughs> what are they called? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they said they said, please you could donate like your your time and effort in other ways, but please do not try and give us blood ever again. <laughs> Speaking of my husband, I don't frequently um ask him his opinions uh on the topics that we bring to Shelly because I'm not really interested in his or anybody else's opinions. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. But today I asked him, Caleb what do you think about bongos? And he said, they're loud. And uh, to that, I responded, 
they're not loud enough. Shelly, you shouldn't like bongos because they're not loud enough. <laughs> I love that you just said the opposite of what Caleb said. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what what is a drum that is loud enough? <laughs> Well, we've already talked about the the other drum, the cabeza. <laughs> but I would say to me, if you're going to have a drum, it's got to be super loud. So you have one of two options. OK, you could go snare because snare is loud, but also annoying because you can make it really go a lot fast. Snare drums are annoying to you. <laughs> <laughs> you can make it annoying. Oh, because it's because because they drum so fast. You're like, oh, just leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. Or marching band, bass drum. You have two options. You can do any kind of snare drum or a marching band bass drum. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's it. And that's it in terms of my preference for loudness of drums. Any other drum, I'm not that interested in. Um, a kick kick drum? No, I I don't care really about What's that. What's a kick drum? Um, you know, in a, a drum set, when you have a, a pedal and it kicks, that's also a bass drum. Yeah, <laughs> no, but like I said, a marching band bass drum—that's all I like. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> so you are against a timpani when you go to the symphony. You're like, oh gosh, timpani, please stop it. I'm just—it's not enough for me. I want everything to be in my face at all times. <laughs> what about what about a cannon in the eighteen twelve overture f- finale? Do you like that? Is that a good drum for you? <laughs> That's the thing. That is a per- that is a percussion instrument, and I respectfully agree with you there. However, I would disagree that it is a drum. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I know, I know, I'm crazy. I'm just telling you my crackpot theories. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want some kid someday to be like, I, uh, hey, band teacher, I want to learn to play the canon. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That is their right. Shout out to every band teacher. Um, and you know what? I bet there's a kid who has wanted to do something like that. I want to play the saw. I want to play the jug. I want to play the mouth harp. I want to play the marching banjo. <laughs> we did it actually in my middle school marching band. We did have marching uh, electric guitars. But they weren't actually marching. No, they they got to ride with their amps. But they were in the marching band. <laughs> But yes, shout out to band teachers. Uh, our dad was a band teacher for a while. And, for many years. And that was great. Good for him. And we love him, dad. We love you. Shout out to you. Okay. So that's my first point. They're not loud enough. My second point is mankind has advanced their technology so that using one's hands alone is just unnecessary. <laughs> Please use drumsticks responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying we've evolved. <laughs> Only yes. cavemen would just use their hands to... My children and I have been listening to the podcast Just the Zoo of Us, where they talk about different things about um, different kinds of animals. And one of the things they talk about is how ingenious, like the ingenuity of an animal, whether or not they use tools or whatever to accomplish their goals. And I would say humans, pretty ingenious. <laughs> Lots of ingenuity happening there. Because of that, we must use tools at every turn. <laughs> <laughs> to constantly be showing our superiority to animals. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. And so 
I think that bongos are undrumstickable. <laughs> they're not only un-American, they're unhuman. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> But I would say, I would counter that with saying, just by the fact that you are using a drum, which has not been grown in nature, but crafted (laughs) by humans, you are using a tool. (laughs) These are not nature's drums. Shelly, this is not a debate class, okay? Okay, okay. I'm sorry. You're not allowed to argue back. (laughs) I forgot. I'm just here to keep my mouth shut until it's time to share my opinion. No, you took a you took a blood oath to be a, an impartial person. If I took a blood oath, I would not be talking because I would be passed out. <laughs> no, Shelly, you can talk all you want. Just agree with me. <laughs> okay. Okay, so that's my second point. My third point is technically what size is a bongo, and when does it become a timpani? <laughs> I would love to see a timpani player using their hands to play a timpani. <laughs> They're like, I, I taught myself on the bongos. This is the only way I know how to play. <laughs> I have grown up, and now I'm up to timpani, but <laughs> still got to use my hands. Yeah, so really, I would argue the reason that I thought of that was because I have seen a bongo, like Julie said, where there's a bigger one and a smaller one and they're combined, right? So those are bongos. But also going back to my best friend Desi Arnaz, <laughs> his bongo was long, very long. And he had like a, a like a necklace that held it up. <laughs> that, beautiful. Was that a bit bongo? <laughs> Yes. And he played Babalu on it. And then Lucy tried to play Babalu and she said, Babalu, Babalu. I don't know what it means, but Babalu, Babalu. Okay. I'm going to be the expert now. (laughs) (laughs) So mostly I'm just concerned about bongos as an amorphous idea. I feel like we need to really pin down bongos. And if they're unpin downable, we should just disregard them on the whole. Oh, okay. (laughs) So just. If they are not specifically defined by a certain size, they are no longer valid as an instrument. Yeah, because I think what a naming device or what language in general is supposed to do is to um, convey uh, precisely the thing that uh, the speaker is trying to convey. And if you are not being precise with your words, then what? why are you even talking? You know? <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I believe Desi Arnaz played the conga drum. Well, it's true. You're right. I, that sounds good. That sounds good to me. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> I mean, I really liked it when he did it. And now I'm looking at lots of pictures of him playing it. and he, He's great. Guys, he's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that proves my own point is that the language, the word of bongos could mean conga drum. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. When I hear bongo, I see the little, like, the two drums smushed together. Smushed? You know? (laughs) They're usually, usually, like, attached. They're not... You guys and your floppy drums. 
<laughs> no, but they're like they're, they're usually attached. Somehow. No, they're mutated like together. <laughs> These are the ones that are grown in nature. <laughs> oh man. PT Barnum was like, and here are the bongos. And everyone like cowered in the crowd. Ooh. <laughs> what a freak. <laughs> Uh. (laughs) okay i have two more points (laughs) my second to last point is bongos bad name bad brand sounds like the name of a gorilla (laughs) so bongos as we just mentioned could mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people most of those people are um People who don't know a lot about drums. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, drum illiterate. Uh Uh-huh. And they just haven't been doing a very good job. Bongos, like big bongos, haven't done a good job of, like, branding. What are you, bongos? (laughs) Like, not everybody knows exactly. And because of that, people might, like, ascribe meaning to it that doesn't exist. Like conga drums for instance <laughs> so you're saying there should be a bongo in every home <laughs> what i'm saying is is that when you're telling a child a, a a bedtime story and and they really love the zoo and you just try your best and then you get to uh the primates uh part of the story and then if you named a gorilla bongos that kid would not bat one single eye <laughs> That's true. I'm trying to remember if there is like a something called bongo. Well, okay, like there's an like animal in a book. I think there's a country called the Bongo Republic. <laughs> <laughs> um, on Fun and Fancy Free, what's the bear's name? Yeah, isn't he Bongo? I think his name is Bongo. Guys, expert on the case. So, yeah, I I just think it's a bad word and a bad brand. And, you know, it, it just doesn't mean anything anymore. Now that we've been saying bongos a lot, like. <laughs> so you're saying there, there needs to be like, like a PSA for like teaching America more about what is bongo? Why is bongo? Who no, is bongo? I'm saying that because bongos as a brand hasn't decided to do that, that we can, again, just disregard it completely. <laughs> Got it. It's an illegitimate thing because they're not like the top, top brands. <laughs> it's not It's not my job to educate the people about bongos. I don't care that much. If I choose to remain, remain ignorant about something. No, then... I'll educate myself whenever I want, which is not now. <laughs> Well, I'm going to force you to be educated. Confirmation. Bongo the bear. Yes. Fun and fancy free. Okay. Yes. Smart. So, yeah, just bad branding. <laughs> eek. Eek. Sorry, big bongos. <laughs> A bear just stole your brand. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> and by just, I mean in like the 1940s. <laughs> I have one more point as to why you should be anti-bongos, Shelley, and that is As a member of the disbanded hippie club, I cannot be associated with bongos or any hippie-affiliated products. (laughs) (laughs) Are bongos hippie? You would bring a bongo to a drum circle, for sure. That's true. Are drum circles hippie? I think hippie, maybe not in the 1970s, but rather just like, 
you know, a, a lifestyle, like a type of lifestyle. Okay. All right. Yeah. I just, I, it's really awkward for me to say because there has been some litigious uh, things in the past uh, when I've broken my non-disclosure agreement, but <laughs> I, I did, the topic of bongos was so important to me that I decided, you know what? Let the hippie club come and get me. You know, when I was in the fourth grade and there were a bunch of girls and we all had a club and it was the hippie club and then I wasn't in it anymore. Were we in separate hippie clubs? <laughs> yes. Because I was also in the hippie club, I think, in fourth grade. Yes. And we even like made like, like the like uh, fringe vests mm-hmm. with beads and everything. We had a three ring binder. Oh my gosh. This is wild. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so I, again, Shelly, you should be anti-bongos because now that you and I were both in a hippie club and we're not in it anymore, it's kind of like dangerous for us financially. (laughs) (laughs) Financially? (laughs) Yeah, the hippie club is going to come for us when they hear this podcast and be like, uh, if you look at the fine print here, you weren't supposed to talk about any hippie-related products. And <laughs> e, sorry. Yeah, hippies are notoriously litigious. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly, now's the time we've all been waiting for the opinion of the MVP of this podcast, the most Vulpix podcaster. Shelly, I've been playing Pokemon Shield, and guess what? <laughs> My son's not impressed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you prefer the regular Vulpix or the Alolan Vulpix? Oh, gosh. I don't know. (laughs) I love the Alolan one. He's icy. Uh (sighs) Um, I I referenced, I made a joke about the Alolan region, and Corbin looked at me with so much love in his eyes and said, you're such a nerd. (laughs) So much. Um, Shelly, what do you think about bongos? Oh, um, well... You're acting like you weren't expecting me to ask you. (laughs) Guess what? I wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Shelly. I was thinking about Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so bongos, not even banjos. Um, Or conga. (laughs) We've talked about a lot of different instruments today. Pro bongo is very fun to say. Yes. Uh, I agree with Julie's first point very strongly. (laughs) I do I have a little quibble with her second point, which is it's the happiest drum. I think for for my money, I would say steel drums are the happiest drum. Oh. Oh. And I think they sound very happy. I would say I would say that's happy, but like laid back happy. Bongos are like energetic happy. And I would say not a drum. Because it's not a pulled skin over a hollow thing. Oh. But they're, they are called steel drums. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I don't technically know their genus, but I would guess they are a drum. I'll, I'll be the expert right now. <laughs> As for easy to carry, I would say that is uh, debatable. They are, I know they're not like very heavy, but I would also not say they're very easy, but I also would not be the kind of person to carry any instrument around with me ever. <laughs> not even like a little harmonica in your pocket? No, because I can't play the harmonica and I've never, never been able to. Steel pans are a musical instrument originating from Trinidad, Trinidad 
and Tobago and are informally called steel drums. Well, so I guess that's true. They, so I guess they're not the happiest drums. But yeah, <laughs> the steel drums are not drums. Also, technically, there's something called a hand pan, which is an inverted steel drum. And you play it with your freaking hands. <gasps> yes, I've seen these before. They're very cool. Wow. I I feel like I need to go listen to some like great music. <laughs> like, we've been talking so much about fun instruments. We've learned a lot today and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and I w- I'm glad Julie taught me their names because was, that's fun. I would agree they are good for the drumming curious. Like, I know that when we um, have taken Jet in the past to like, you know, like special little festivals or whatever. And there there a couple times was like tents set up just like for fun with music for little kids. There were conga drums or not conga. Da- dang it. <laughs> so confused. Bongo drums there. <laughs> so they are good for, I think, if you're just... <laughs> drumming curious you could just you know have a pair around and just like drum on it when you feel like it and no muss no fuss <laughs> and as for not being loud enough i guess i don't know i i would have to hear like a side-by-side comparison with every other drum <laughs> can't you just follow your gut you're not a scientist a drum scientist i think, I think if you hit it hard it would be loud <laughs> I think that's how sound waves work, right? I also took a sound waves course in college and did fail it. So I didn't learn a dang thing there. Did you really? Yeah, I accidentally signed up for a 300 level uh, physics class in my my first semester of my freshman year. So (gasps) I'm surprised they let you. I just like, oh my gosh, it sounds amazing. And then I was like, oh no. That's cool. I wish I had taken that physics class. That sounds fun. As for only drumsticks being a viable way of playing drums, I will disagree with that heartily. (laughs) (laughs) And as for knowing what size is a bongo, I feel like that is a personal bit of information (laughs) that you could learn and then know what size a bongo is. (laughs) Like, I would have sworn, I would have taken a blood oath that Desi Arnaz played a bongo. And so because of that, I don't know. You have to sacrifice yourself in a volcano or something. That's yeah. more their branding. They, I would say conga's not out there hustling every day <laughs> so that everyone knows exactly what a conga drum or bongo drum is. Yeah, I, I guess I, I would just think like any, I would probably call any drum you pretty much play with your hands a bongo drum. Uh-oh. Don't get into that territory. I would know technically in my heart it wasn't true, but it was just like, yeah, it's bongo. <laughs> And as for the hippie club, I'm not afraid of them. <laughs> I'll play a, a bongo if I want. <laughs> that's the most Come get that's me. the most important message of all of this whole episode. <laughs> uh, so I think I guess I still don't know. I would I wish we could have like a musical like <laughs> a cl- some clips so I could hear examples cuz I don't know if I can hear what bongo drums sound like exactly in my head, but I think I'm for them because they are kind of fun to just like drum on if you want. Like I feel like kids often like in a school if they take music class, you know, you might drum on a a bongo. Uh-huh. And so and musical education is important. And and for some children who maybe are not musically inclined, that's a great one to just be like, here, you can just play the bongos. 
and yeah, it's just like a fun way to make music kind of wherever you are, because I'm sure there are people who carry their bongos with them just wherever. <laughs> and so, yeah, so I don't know. I guess I'm for them, but I, I also don't know if it's my favorite drum. I do need a side-by-side comparison now of every drum in the world. We're not asking you if it's your favorite drum. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I know. The topic for today is, are bongos your favorite drum? And if you answer wrong, <laughs> you will never be able to change your mind. <laughs> I know that that is not how you guys approach it, but that's how my mind approaches all of these. Which is why we do this podcast, Shelley. <laughs> so, so I am pro bongo. I'm... I for fun drumming music. <laughs> That's not what this topic is. <laughs> no, I'm for like the bongos because they can make you know like they're fun. They, they are the essence of fun drumming music. <laughs> they're just fun. I <laughs> I said I'm for the bongos. <laughs> That's what I said. No, and then you said. <laughs> And I'm four. <laughs> that was just that was just an additional little uh, extra opinion. We didn't even have to ask. <laughs> yeah, that was a bonus. So that way, I never have to do this dang topic again. <laughs> well, that was going to be next Together. week's topic: fun drumming music. <laughs> for it or against it. If you guys were going to do that, I would insist on musical selections. <laughs> oh. Maybe that can be a Podville musical selection. Bongo music. <laughs> no, like kind of like uh, you know the battle the battle of the banjos, but do like a bongos and a conga drum. <laughs> cool. <laughs> okay. So Shelly, thank you so much for sharing your opinion on bongos. And now we are going to move on to our segment Five Girls Corner. In Five Girls Corner, the five Chatfield sisters have an affinity towards groups of five in pop culture, and we have one that I think we all have an affinity for, and probably thanks to my influence that trickled down throughout the ages. (laughs) (laughs) The Archie Gang, Archie and Friends. So there is a remake on the CW television network right now called Riverdale that uh, uses similar characters, but in kind of a different spin. But we're not talking about those characters today. We're talking about the comic book era, Archie and Friends. And the five, the main five are Archie. Mm -hmm. He has red hair. Mm -hmm. Betty. She is like the girl next door, blonde girl. Veronica, the like... Uh, urbane, uh, cosmopolitan brunette. And she's rich. And she's so rich. And Reggie, who is Archie's frenemy. He's kind of mean to Archie, but they're friends. Uh Uh-huh. And then Jughead, who is Archie's BFF, and he doesn't care about anything except food and being lazy, and he loves it so much. And wearing a cool hat. Is it a crown? (laughs) No. It's like felt. Well, why does it look like a crown then? A cool stylized hat for a classic character. Uh, I always thought it was a crown. 
<laughs> Why would he wear a crown? <laughs> I don't know. He's a weirdo. <laughs> he always was doing weird things in the comics. I think when I was reading it when I was very little, I was like, this guy is weird. He's just weird and wears, <laughs> wears a crown for some reason. Shelly, Julie, if we had to assign the Archie and Friends characters to the Chatfield girls, who would be who, do you think? Just based on the the very broad descriptions that I gave, and the Shelly gang probably has a little more depth of knowledge, just like they probably knew a conga drum. <laughs> they probably knew the, the American instrument is a, a banjo. They probably knew all these things. <laughs> they weren't learning along with us this episode. They just already knew. <laughs> no. They were teaching us the whole time when there was only one step of one set of footprints in the sand. They were teaching us. <laughs> nice mixed metaphor. <laughs> so, Shelley, you should probably choose first. I know who I would choose for all of these things. Then how let's hear your suggestions. I would be curious. I think you're Archie. <gasps> really? Yes. But Archie's not even blonde. He's very indecisive, though. <laughs> Here's the thing. Archie lets life happen to him. He's not really... He's kind of like the Seinfeld of the group. Like, he's like the one normal guy surrounded by a bunch of characters. <laughs> uh-huh. And he has, a, like, Chris cut fry on the side of his head. Yes. Yes, which <laughs> Shelly secretly does. Shelly, what's your favorite kind of french fry right now? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. Oh my gosh. My heart's bad. <laughs> uh, but I I don't know if I, I feel qualified to be Archie because I have three redheaded sisters. <laughs> yeah, but to me, man does not live on bread alone. And by that I mean looks aren't everything. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I always say, one in the hand is worth two in the bush. <laughs> Take that frown, turn it upside down. <laughs> I knew there was a saying, but I couldn't remember it. So I just opened my mouth and hoped for the best. <laughs> okay, I, I'll think about Archie. For okay. Me. What would, Shelly, what would you say for yourself? I guess I was I I was going by just looks alone. <laughs> For me, looks are not are more than just skin deep. Because I was thinking blonde. Okay, Betty. <laughs> cool, cool job. And you are very like wholesome girl next door. But like Betty, Betty is wholesome, but she's also like passionate. Like, but so that's maybe not me. <laughs> Because Betty's very strong in, like, what she believes, you know? What if our sister Carly was Betty? She, uh, Betty is very, like, talented. She makes her own clothes. She, like, has a lot of interests that she feels very passionately towards. And one of those interests is Archie. And our Carly uh, likes boys. I also <laughs> like boys. <laughs> yeah. I also like boys. Let's all be Perfect. Betty. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that uh, qualifies for five girls corner, five Betty corner. So I would put forth our sister Carly as Betty. 
Polly, I'm I'm curious. Did you put yourself as Reggie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you would be the Reggie. <laughs> he does look real tough in this picture that I see him in. Here's the thing. He also really is vying for Veronica's attention, but she's uh-huh. not really feeling it. She wants Archie because Reggie's kind of a turd. <laughs> <laughs> he he occasionally has moments where he's like lets his guard down or whatever and is nice. But he is pretty uh antagonistic towards everyone most of the time. <laughs> and since Holly complained earlier today about Ugh, people are giving her too many presents and Ugh, her kids want to talk to her too much. <laughs> No. So just generally, like, right this moment in time for me, I am feeling very Reggie. <laughs> I I would say I can see that. Because Reggie is also very strong in his opinions. Yeah, he is not afraid. So, Julie, who would you want to be? Uh, What's the... Veronica? Is that the, her name? Uh-huh, the dark-haired one. Could I be Veronica? Well, what makes you a Veronica, I guess, is the question. Because I'm so rich. (laughs) (laughs) Your husband works for the federal government. Yeah, he works uh, in the Office of Tax Analysis. He's got uh, access to all that tax data. And uh, (laughs) and therefore... Not the tax money, just the the data. (laughs) Just the data. So uh, we're rich. Well, then I guess that makes our youngest sister, Kelly, Jughead. Because <laughs> Kelly loves to wear crowns. <laughs> no, it's a felt hat. <laughs> and I would say she probably would love to to be able to be a little more lazy. <laughs> She's a busy gal. She works hard. She is a busy gal. She works gal. very hard. I would also say that Jughead is like the town eccentric in the sense that he just does his thing and the people are like, that's a weird hat. And he's like, okay, cool, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. Kelly would just like does does her thing. Yeah. But not that other people think Kelly's things are weird, but just like, I don't think Kelly's living for other people. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think Kelly is nice. And I think Jughead is nice too. Super nice. So Kelly, you're nice. And in Riverdale, he dates Betty. Shelly, have you come around on being Archie? I, I'll be Archie. <laughs> Fine. Either I'm willing to trade you if you want. No, I'll be, I will be Archie. So you have to dye your hair red now, Shelly. I, you know what? I have enough uh, redheads in my family that I have been curious in the past how I would look as like a strawberry blonde. You would look great, but I don't think they put strawberry blonde in a box. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they do either. And or and Archie's more of like an orange. <laughs> you could get that easy enough. <laughs> Try it, Shelly, and then I will I will carve not carve shave a Chris cut into the side of your head. <laughs> nice, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly, what is your favorite French fry? I think it might be actually waffle fries. Oh, uh, Shelly. <laughs> Well, this has been our segment, Five Girls Corner. Shelly Gang, thank you so much for joining us for another episode. We hope you learned something today. We hope that uh, that's what we do. That's why we are here for you, to learn something. <laughs> Not 
psych. <laughs> Not. But what we really are excited about is you learning about us by going to our website, ShellyHasOpinions.com. That is S-H-E-L-L-E-Y HasOpinions.com. And there you can learn about us through looking at our faces at General Pictures. You can look at our biographies of general biographies. (laughs) (laughs) You can look at all of our old episodes, which Julie says we have to delete, so hurry up. (laughs) (laughs) And also, another place you can find us is on the Podicon Go network of historians. They're so smart. They're family-friendly network of podcasts. You can choose any show, any episode. And you can listen to it with anyone from 1 to 100. And then after that, Podicon Go says, excuse me? What? Huh? They get really angry, is what I'm saying. They're so litigious. But there you can find so many podcasts of your choice. You can learn things on the Podicon Go network. You can also... uh, not you could just turn your brain fully off (laughs) just have fun that's my kind of podcast (laughs) is is one where you turn your brain off and your heart on okay guys oh my gosh shelly gang we just want you to come back next week with your heart on and your brain fully disengaged That's how we like our audience. Uh, warm and dumb. <laughs> Loving an idiot town. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> thank you, and I love you, and goodbye. Bye bye. bye. Merry Christmas for y'all. Yeah. Have a good holiday. They're warm and dumb. <laughs> <laughs>